0: Catholic Alpha Radical Live, the podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage while also helping you give uh, winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, intimacy problems for men. But moreover, my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court. And where marriage unchained, the art of one flesh divorce, combat, coaching is the flavor of the day. While also helping you understand marriage and courting, not dating, in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 149th episode, why marriage counseling sucks for men. Woo! Plus, live calls from you answering your marriage and crisis questions. Don't wait. Get next. Q at com slash Radical1 for some resolution to your marriage confusion. And so we have the quote of the day as we always do. Quote, when it is all over, you will not regret having suffered. Rather, you will regret having suffered so little and suffered that little so badly, end quote, St. Sebastian Valfrey. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern for some resolution to your marriage confused. And so we are back, and our content for the day is uh, kind of important. I mean, it is if you have to go to marriage counseling. <laughs> if you don't have to go to marriage counseling, you might not think it's an idea. But to be honest, I should have at least a 1,000 million listening to this podcast right now because the possibility these days of you going to marriage counseling or your wife suggesting that you go to marriage counseling is pretty high. It's pretty high. Everybody thinks that therapists and marriage counselors can help them and help figure it out. And I'm going to give you some some things of why that's not true, but some things of why it 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 can help. Marriage counseling is not all bad. I dog out marriage counseling because I you know I understand kind of what it's for and how things work these days a little bit better than a lot of people in my you know because of what I do. Um, the other thing is. A lot of men, you know, when their wife, the first, again, the first time you know that you have marriage problems is if your wife is nagging you. Why? So that she's trying to get validation. Do you still love her? Do you still care? Um, And then another way what she'll do, if she's still interested in saving your marriage, what she will do is she'll suggest marriage counseling because she don't know what to do. She just knows things are terrible. So she suggests marriage counseling but what do most husbands do at this time with the nagging and let's go to marriage counseling. I don't need marriage counseling. I don't want to go. Um, and it's not going to help me, you know, and I don't need it. We don't need it. Let's just keep going the way we are. Well, for you, that might be okay. But for the person who you said you're going to spend the rest of your life with, it's not okay. And so if you have not learned anything from me, um, in this show, it's important that you understand that you cannot put things off, man. You cannot put things off and wait for your, you know, think your wife's going to do everything while as a husband, you just, and a man, you just kind of do whatever you've been doing for the last 20 years or the last two years and everything's going to be okay. Improving in marriage because it's the most difficult relationship in your life does not come with just letting things slide. Um, It won't happen. It won't improve. And then if you're not in marriage counseling, if you're not having marriage problems right now, you will eventually have them. And if I were were each one of you, I would tell every man that I could just to to don't take his marriage for granted and get things going, because his wife has a lot of outlets these days that he has no clue when it turns when it turns bad, it turns bad fast in your mind. But in your wife's mind, this is going on for years. Okay. So let's get started with the Catholic Alpha Radicals rant of the day. Why do men do so badly in marriage counseling? Well, for one thing, the odds are stacked against him. First of all, he don't want to go. His wife really don't want to go, but she's trying to save the marriage. He kind of, he wants to save the marriage too, but he thinks things are fine. So when he goes steps in, in, into uh, counseling already, he's behind the eight ball. Okay. Um he doesn't have the patience to sit there. Most men, we're not trying to sit in a in a session. Dude, uh it's hard. They guys just don't want to sit still, even more than women. Um and with with today's attention span problem, it's even worse, especially if he doesn't think that he needs to be there or doesn't want to be there, okay? You got to remember if your wife is asking you to go, or your wife, that means she wants to be there. And right now, she still cares about saving your, your, your situation. Okay, your relationship. Next, he feels he is being blamed. First thing that happens to marriage counseling, because the counselor really doesn't know what to do, but the safe thing is just to blame the man, right? Because they blame the man because it's it's easy. Because you know, the women, she's a woman, she's a little helpless, she has she's emotional. And she do not want all the crying and all that. The counselor and all that crying and stuff all up in the, all up in the, uh, all up in, in arguing, all up in the, um, in the room. So the guy automatically for the most, most of the time, the man gets the husband gets blamed. So that's another reason why he don't go, don't want to go, you know? And if he did want to go, once he gets there, he doesn't know how to act anyway. The next thing is the counselor and the wife gang up on him. So when the man starts talking a lot, starts defending himself, where he says one thing wrong, first thing happens, is the counselor and the wife just gang up on him? Doesn't matter if it's a man counselor or a woman counselor. Um, it just doesn't matter, you know. And and so the man feels he's getting blamed on. So first thing he does, he gets defensive. Then he starts talking too much, and then it just gets worse. So he's like, "Look, I'm out of here. I don't want to go back." You know. Um, another thing that you got to understand about that too is if it's opposite. Like, say the, the husband and wife go to the marriage counselor, and the marriage counselor gangs up, the marriage counselor takes the side of the husband, then the wife gets mad, she don't want to go back. See how two-faced the women can be? Like, you can see women, they go, well, he's the problem, he's the problem, he's the problem, he's the problem. Men really don't think like that. We just don't really even think there's a problem. <laughs> we don't even really think there's a problem. Women, they've got in their mind, well, he's the problem, he's the problem, he needs to fix himself. So then when the marriage counselor starts picking out her stuff and what she needs to work on, oh, uh, we ain't trying to see that. I had a wife do me that, like that the other day. See, she thought she could manipulate me. So she's emailing me and getting me the dog at her husband and trying to be on her husband and trying to be on her side. Well, you haven't heard my story and you haven't blah, blah, blah. And then I said, okay, no problem. Set up a, a, a session with me. And then, you know, I just want to hear your story so I can help your husband help you better. You know, all of a sudden, when I, you know, when I wasn't looking to, I wasn't blaming him and blaming him for everything. She don't want to, you know, she don't want to meet because that's how women are. It's his fault. It's his fault. It's his fault. It's his fault. fault. Mm-hmm. They say when the counseling, if the, you got, and that's why I tell men when you're in counseling, if you're trying to save your marriage, you never let the counselor gang up on your wife because she's going to be like you and she's going to go out of there and she's not going to want to come back. The only time I recommend counseling is at the very, very end. It's the last resort marriage counseling. I mean, not individual counseling, marriage counseling at the last resort. Why? Is when your wife is filed for divorce and you're trying to negotiate like, I'll kind of give you what you want if you go to marriage counseling for six to 12 months or something like that. You know, and and in most states, and I don't I don't know of any state that allows you, uh, that will make you go to marriage counseling before you get divorced now. I'm sure that's probably one or two, but most of the time they don't make you, they don't make the couple go to marriage counseling or nothing. The state, they don't care. They don't care. They just want y'all out of my face. Get out of my face. You two grown-ass people. You can't get along, so I'm going to do big daddy government on you, and I'm going to just slide you through here and get you out of this courtroom so I can get the next suckers in here. That's how it works. And you, you don't have to believe me, man. It is. I've seen it in so many states. I do it, guys, all over the country, not just in one state. I deal with guys all over the country. I don't know if it's... I mean, there's a lot of states that I have talked to guys in. Um, I've probably talked to somebody in every state by now, but it doesn't matter they're all the same the government don't care you know they just want you in and want you out once you get in that courtroom it's we're not trying to play that we're not trying to hear no arguments really we're not trying to see why you think the marriage should stay together we're just trying to get you out so i can get the next suckers to come through here and get their money and all that kind of stuff okay so you cannot allow the counselor to gang up on your wife because she would not want to go back if you are trying to save your marriage if you don't care or you don't want to be there anyway, then yeah, let the counselor gang up on her too. you can go, yeah, I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. Yeah. I told you I was right, woman. I told you I was right. Now leave me alone. Unless i go back to work. <laughs> okay. Next. Um, so another thing a male do is he's trying to defend himself, right? Um, I have a collar. So after I get done with this segment collar, I will take you. So, um, trying to defend himself the call i mean i'm sorry the guy goes into marriage counseling he tries to defend himself and then what happens is it gets worse because then you look weak you like giving excuses of why you did what you did instead of just manning up and saying you know what i did do that i did do that and i'm sorry that's why when you go into marriage counseling, you don't defend yourself. You don't sit there for an hour talking. The more your mouth is moving in marriage counseling, the worse it's going to be. The worse you're doing. It doesn't real. You don't realize it until you leave. You go, dang, what did I say that for? What did I say that for? And your wife gets on you stuff. You never defend yourself in marriage counseling. All you're doing is just letting you just building up ammunition for your wife and the counselor. Okay, stop talking. It's like your lawyer, I'm okay. In this situation, I'm gonna be like your lawyer. Stop talking. <laughs> don't say anything. This is what your lawyer tells you when you talk to the police, Tony. You? Shut your mouth. Don't say nothing. Stop talking because they have a different agenda on you. The police officer trying to prove that you did it. They're not trying to gain information of if you did it. They think you did it. If they're talking to you, they think you did it. If you're down in the if you're down in the court, I mean in the police station. And you're sitting. You're you're getting interviewed by police officers. They think you did it. Don't get it twisted. So stop talking. When you're in marriage counseling, it's the same thing. Your wife and the counselor, for the most part, your wife especially is blaming you. You did it. The counselor is tending to believe your wife. Why? Because like I said before, but you did it. So if you keep your, your counselor believes you did it, so you just might as well stop talking. Okay. Next, um, I just said it, and the man talks too much. He talks too much in the counseling. Okay. Next, next question is for for this setup is why is marriage counseling? What is what is marriage counseling designed for? Marriage counsel, counseling is designed to focus on the psyche of the couple, not action steps. So when you go to counseling, the counselor is going to ask you all these questions about. You know your marriage problems, and try to talk about the problems, and trying to get everything solved, each individual problems, because they think talking about stuff is going to make it better. But I'm gonna ask you: when you and your wife are mad at each other, if you're in marriage crisis or not, or you have a marriage um a problem, and both of you are upset, does talking about the marriage problem work? Of course, it doesn't. All it does is make things worse because. You're thinking you're right, your wife thinking she's right, and nobody's backing down. So what do we do? We just keep talking. and think it's going to work. Pride is in the middle. Somebody has to get Satan out of the middle of the, uh, of the conversation, out of the middle of the marriage. And I'm telling you, gentlemen, it should be the husband. It should be you. You be the grown-up. Because your wife is emotional. You're logical. Stop using your emotions, your, uh, emotions to talk to your wife. Use logic to try to calm things down and think through things, okay? Also, what is marriage counseling designed for? To talk about marriage problems which hardly ever work or if the couple can't get along or keep or they keep fighting or can't come together, the counselor will eventually suggest separation or divorce. It happens like clockwork. It happens like clockwork you as a dude, you're going to marriage counseling to try to be like, hey, you know, like we're going to get this worked out, your wife's going to get this. all of a sudden, you, all of a sudden, your wife, they're, they're trying to get you to move out. And you're going, I thought we came to fix our marriage. <laughs> no. No, we came. Marriage counseling is designed to make you feel better and designed to make you to to uh, to get you to um to, to make sure your mind is better. You're not depressed and, and you know, all that kind of stuff. It's not designed for marriage coaching, and we'll go over what marriage coaching is for in a minute. So, next, why must you never go to marriage counseling if you are a Catholic or Protestant Christian? So, in, the, in to keep that simple, if you are a Christian, you shouldn't go to marriage counseling, because, especially because of the reasons I said before what marriage counseling is designed to do. So, God prohibits divorce and separation. So, automatically, if you go to marriage counseling, you if things going set, don't work and you guys are not getting along or still fighting and all that stuff, the first thing that the counselor's going to do, he's going to try to work with you for a while. But then eventually, it's going to come around that maybe you guys ought to separate. And once you separate, if you don't know what you're doing, then your wife's going to file for divorce, or she's going to be like, "Oh, this is great, blah, blah blah, and I like this being separated on my own," you know. And then of course, once that happens, you know, she's bought the Kool Aid, you bought the Kool Aid. And then all of a sudden you look up and you're divorced a year later. OK, God does not. When anybody tells you God does not agree with divorce. It is a sin. Being separated is a sin um, unless of two reasons, uh, infidelity and a physical abuse. Those are the only reasons for separation. Get it through your head. This is the way it is. OK, most marriage counseling, even if they are Catholic or Christian, dismiss the moral concept of the spirit and the well-being of the soul. The marriage counselor focuses on the mind. A Catholic or a Christian Protestant, I mean, a, Protest, a Protestant Christian, they work. They're, 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 those counselors are supposed to focus on the spirit and the and the and the soul and the moral things of what's going on to help work you through that. You know, it's a component to the other tactics, right? But they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't do it. A lot of them don't do that. You know, they're too interested in the science part of it. Okay. Um, see if the counselor isn't a Christian, they will eventually steer the couple towards divorce or separation. And the last question to set this, this, uh, set today's show is what is the difference between marriage counseling and marriage coaching? So as I said, marriage counseling is designed to focus on the psyche of the couple. You know, how, you know, how are you, how do you feel? You know, how do you feel Johnny? How do you feel Mary. And, and you're not getting anywhere because feelings getting in the middle of, of a marriage. It messes things up. Right. And you're not moving anywhere. You're not moving anywhere. So marriage coaching focuses on action steps and doing things through tactics and strategies to bring the couple back together. Guys that work with me, they know we'll talk about your what your, your marriage, your, your problems, your your emotional problems for a minute, but only a minute. We don't sit around talking about, messed around with that stuff for long because we're not doing anything. Men come to me because they want action steps. How can you get me to move closer to my wife? How can you get my wife to move back closer to me? And what we do is we put in action steps and strategies to do that. Now, that works. Marriage counseling only works when both the the man and the wife want to be there. Okay? All right, next the uh uh see see the caller left me mama caller left me, thank, I can't just stop in the middle of a <laughs> of a segment, <laughs> Both people are a trip, please call back caller, I'm almost done like in two minutes, maybe less, okay, I'll probably call you back, or maybe you had to go, okay, anyway, what is the difference between marriage counseling? I said that next um. Marriage coaching is best done with an individual to get him to be a better man and to focus on fixing himself first so that he can better communicate, love, and remove selfishness for the benefit of serving and caring for his wife and children. That's why you deal with, I deal with individuals, right? Because the man, I understand the man, um, uh, the um, God, I'm sorry, the reason that we, we try to like the selfishness and all that stuff works in is because I want to get the man to fix himself and focus on himself. If he does not and tries to think his wife is going to fix herself first, he is sorely mistaken. You are the head of the family, the leader, the server, the protector. If you think the things are going to change in your family, if you have your wife doing it, you got another thing coming. Your wife already feels she's done everything, right? She already feels that. So you're going to sit there and think, well, when she fix herself, I'll fix myself. You'll never, your marriage is never going to get together. Never going to get together. Okay? All right? Um, so that being said, um, uh, my caller called back. Woohoo! So caller, give me, uh, I got to do a break real quick, and we will be right back. So you're talking about a, a minute, minute and a half. Bam! If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free yes within 30 days learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you visit com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience visit com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, save my Catholic That's save my Catholic to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit save for an improved marriage within 30 days hey 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 we are back and so I hope you guys are warmed up for what we're going to talk about here in a minute um with the marriage counseling thing um, it, it's uh it, it, you can I want I want you to survive because there's gonna be a chance in your life I almost guarantee it I've never been to marriage counseling. I know. You're like, what? I haven't. I haven't. Um, And, but what I will tell you is, I've I've talked to thousands of men who have. (laughs) And the strategies I give you, they work. I've never had a man come out of marriage counseling after listening to this strategy that they go, oh my God, that really helped me. That was perfect. Bam. Okay. So I hope that helped you to get you warmed up. We're going to take our caller. And then once we do that, we're going to get into the stuff because, of course, this is a calling show to help you answer your questions and in a more detailed fashion to help your particular marriage. Okay, so this is why we do the show—not to listen to me for hour, two hours every day. <laughs> so here we go, caller. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, okay. I have a question. Okay.
1: I wonder if I need. I need, I wonder if I need marriage counseling. And the reason I ask is because I set myself on fire a couple of days ago and my husband said, uh, do you want me to go to the ER with you? And I'm like, well, duh, of course I want you to go to the ER. Now I know he doesn't want to go. I don't want to go, but we got to go. So if my husband out loud says, (laughs) I mean, he didn't say, I don't want to go to the ER. So hey, want to, go to the ER and I know he didn't want to go to the ER, but I don't want to go to the ER. I guess I could have called an ambulance and that would have taken care of the ER trip. But um, I have my youngest two sons are blunt and I can just see them saying, saying to their wives, No, I don't want to go to the ER, call an ambulance. I can, <laughs> I can hear both of them you. saying that. <laughs> they, Listen, would. they said, Do you want to take me to the ER? No, I don't want to take you to the ER. I can I can see them both doing that. I can't. And so there's a bridge somewhere where, okay, I don't want to, but I got to. Do we need marriage counseling? Do I need marriage counseling to help straighten out my. Okay, I'm going to go ahead
0: and I'm going to put you out there. Y'all, this is my wife. This is my wife, Mary Kathleen Jacobs. And I told you how women are. I told you how women are. We got the ma- we got the best marriage on the planet. The best marriage on okay, the planet. Well. And, 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 and. You you see, you can't, you fellas, you can't even make one little mistake. Hey, Mike, <laughs> we might need
1: counseling.
0: Might need counseling. Well, see, I told him. You, I told him about you story. saw me.
1: You saw me blow myself up. Okay. Didn't you?
0: I know, but I didn't see no, I didn't see the fire. I just saw you screaming. Oh, I was trying my best to help, but, 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 but <laughs> I was going to say, I was to say, look, you've got to understand, you've got to understand. So there's, I, I was trying to, I was, I was trying to let you know that I, of course I'm a go, but you're the kind of person you don't like you know you're the kind of person you don't never ask you don't never ask for help and so i have to always kind of be the one to like say do you want this do you want that although a lot of times i assume your needs but in that situation like i told i told the fellas yesterday on the show i was like i had not eaten all day i was tired and I was thinking to myself, uh, now this happens. and did, you know, I, I had, I had been like, I had, it was, it was beer 30 and I had, and, you know, I had a little, I had a little drink and I was like, okay, I said, well, I said, that's what I said. Do you want me to go? Not because I wasn't going to go, but because, well, but then what you said, And then here's the thing. You said I told him what you said too. You said, Of course I want you it ago. Like, okay, so then I was like, okay, I guess I shouldn't have asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> I have asked that question. But but here's the thing. You can't judge men are not perfect. And but here's what you gotta judge the man on did he make the right decision when the time came? How of course many, he did. Exactly. You, so you can't judge the man on what he was thinking. You got to judge him on his actions. So in the end, even what did I do? I got in the car and we went. I had a great attitude about it. I went in the emergency room he with did. you. I sat there. everything. But it's, this is what see, every man is like me. Every man is like me. We, we you know, we slip every now and then, but then we catch ourselves. <laughs> so
1: so we, we don't need marriage
0: counseling? <laughs> hey, you can, go, you can go to marriage counseling. If you want, I won't be there. <laughs> All right, baby. I love you. Love you too, babe. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. So... All right. All right, fellas. So, you see? You see how it is? See? You you, you told you. Even, a hey, all women, that's how they are. They'll hold that against you. If I hadn't went, if I, if I hadn't went with her, I would have never heard the end of that for the rest of my life. <laughs> so, that, I know better, right? I know better. <laughs> but, um, the good thing, another good thing is I have a lot of cookies built up. So I can mess up every now and then. Right. But see, the thing about it is the difference between me and uh, uh, most men is we all make mistakes and we all slip. The difference between you, me and them is I don't slip long. (laughs) I don't slip long. See, that's the key, because even the guys that come to my program, I say, look, man, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. The thing about it is, is you try to keep those mistakes down because right now you have no cookies built up like I do, right? So you're, you're the more cookies that you have built up, you can make a few mistakes and your wife will get over because she knows you love her and care and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, um, if you don't have any cookies built up, like most men in marriage crisis, you have no cookies. So you cannot mess up. So you got to do when you do mess up, you've got to get on the right track and build be- keep building the habits to get things back on track okay so that being said uh I'm gonna take a short short break and we'll be back and we will hit on today's content bam Doo-doo. where is it at there it is uh Okay. So with that being said, this is a good, see, that was a great call, a great call for the situation that we're going to talk about today. So if you have a question and, or about what we're going to talk about, or if you're on the way to marriage counseling and and, and you want to deal with that, let me know and we'll go over that. So I have a comment from Mr. Mark Brown, who says, uh, God prohibits separation citation please so i really don't know what he means um but this is where if 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 you're not catholic you wouldn't understand that you got to understand the 10 commandments and so inside the 10 commandments there are um i'm sure there's scripture based on that um and i can't look look at it now but I just know from experience and being in the church and being in scripture and being in the catechism and all of that stuff, listen to priests. I know that there are only, and I've done research on it and I can't cite the thing right now, but I know a lot of websites that have this, that will have it. Uh, One of the websites you can go to is uh, Mary's advocates. Um, And they, uh, that talks about how you're not supposed to have divorce. And the, the, uh, it goes into um it goes into like reasons for divorce and why divorce is wrong and why the church and God are against it um and then I'm sure it has scripture based there for you I'm I'm looking it up now the site up now for you just to make sure I've got it right cuz yeah yep it's called uh the site the site mark is called uh marysadvocates.org m a r y s advocates like a child advocate um advocates.org and man you can get through all the a lot of research on there about divorce what god believes about divorce where the scripture what the scriptures are the reasons that you can only separate according to the church and according to the to, 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 to scripture and god himself um but you've got to understand look man this is this is where protestants can can go wrong they only look at the scripture. And I'm sure it's in the scripture, but you got to know exactly where that is. And to know what that is, you've got to sit there and read the Bible like an hour a day to find stuff. So this is why you find websites that give you, you know, things like that. If you only look at scripture, you are shortcutting yourself. There's nothing in scripture that says only use scripture. There's also called sacred tradition. There's sacred scripture and sacred tradition. This is how you got to know that the Ten Commandments are are um, analyzed and interpreted by Christ Church, who Christ left the Catholic Church in um, in in charge to carry on his mission. So that's why we've been around for 2000 years. And so. When I say this is that sacred tradition and I know it's the scripture, but again, I don't know it off my top of my head because I'm not a script. I'm, I'm not good at that. Some people are very good at that. I am not. I'm very good at the concepts, but I'm not good at like sp- particular scripture because my mind doesn't work like that. Um, but I know I can give you the resource to help you find out. I'm very good at that. <laughs> but the again, just to be just to just to make you sh- understand is you can go to the catechism and you can go to scripture and you can find out the answer to that question specifically. But I know for a fact, the only there's only, and really if you want to be real technical about it, you're not even supposed to separate until you get permission from your bishop. This is how powerful God really used to be in this country. This is how powerful God really used to be in this country. He would send down the uh, the uh, the church to the church about what he wants. The church would uh, analyze it, interpret it, and then sacred sacred tradition would happen. And so that's why how you know that the only way that you can have separation in your marriage is for um, is for uh, physical abuse or um, um, what's the other one? See, now I knew it. Now I'm, I'm losing my mind. Oh, infidelity. OK, that's separation. That's not divorce, though. There's no reason for divorce. If, as long as your divorce is lawful, if your divorce is if you I mean, if your marriage is lawful, there's no there's no such thing as divorce. You cannot divorce, not even a word for God. OK. And the reason why is once you're married, is you're married for life? And if you if, look, you don't even have to really believe what I'm saying. Just look at the results in the society. People are separated and divorced and look at the society. It's horrible. It's terrible right now. Kids are being raised by themselves, or being raised by daycare centers. Kids are selfish. Um, people are selfish. The family's all split up. Nobody talks to each other. Nobody's truthful. You know, if you, if you don't agree with somebody, they get mad at you. They don't talk to you no more. Um, there's a 60% divorce rate. There's 80% divorces filed and filed by women. So, God knows what he's talking about the church knows what he's talking about. Your job as a man is just to conform. If you love Christ, that's what you do. You conform. Why? Because your marriage will be a lot more smooth. It will work. You know, but if we keep on trying to do what we want to do and don't want to do what we, we do our own thing, then we get in marriage crisis and then we start looking around for somebody like Jerry to get us out of it. And I'm telling you, it's not easy. Fixing a marriage, what is a marriage crisis, is not easy. I do it all the time. Me and the Holy Spirit do it all the time. But that's not the point. The point of it is don't get in there in the first place. That's how you do it. If you, I should have 10,000 people listen to this podcast. I don't. You know why? Because it's the underbelly of the Christian faith. It's the underbelly, just like pornography is. prostitution things like that it's the underbelly of the it's the underbelly of the christian faith nobody wants to talk about their marriage uh fixing their marriage let alone if my marriage is okay talking about that okay they people don't want to talk about it they don't so what i try my best to do while i'm trying to help you get out of your marriage crisis i'm also trying to help those who aren't in marriage crisis not get in a marriage crisis does that make sense i hope that makes sense okay but mark that's where you that's what it is brother that's the deal baby um i gave you a good website to research has all you to know about divorce and annulments and separation and and um all that stuff the 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 god used to be like i said god used to be really powerful the church because christ left had to have a church to to carry on his mission because he knew he wouldn't be here so to the apostles is where he went and the apostles uh the apostles made all made uh made everyone bishops, made all the uh their successors bishops and priests. And then that's how the succession is started. And so this is why you gotta understand the Catholic Church is the one who made the Bible through divine the divine intervention. Um, and uh, if the church is saying the church is the one that's that's authorized to interpret the Bible, um, and so through that interpretation, you get what I'm saying. You get that you're only allowed to separate uh, because basically divorce is what under the what under the uh, the ninth commandment adultery, or is that the sixth commandment that's the sixth commandment, so it's under adultery and stuff like that, so that's what you gotta understand when you read the commandment it's it's the commandment, but there are a lot of there are a lot of derivatives under that particular commandment, like when you hear when you guys when I did the mortal sins, um the five series on the mortal sins a lot of us didn't even know a lot of that stuff that was in that's a mortal sin where did we get that from the church the interpretation of scripture by the church because how would you know that being addicted to drugs is a a mortal sin if you if you didn't if if you just read the commandment right so that being said I hope that helped you my brother Um, if not hey Go to there and try to and try to look forward. If you got another question, call me and I will help you out for real. Um, so, all right, y'all, we are back. We are here. And what we're going to do is we're going to get into today's stuff. Um, we had a great call by my wife. She's so funny. She's so crazy. She's trying to she's trying to slip me up. See, but I'm too good to be slipped up. I'm too good. <laughs> now, nah, here you go. So next, how to survive in marriage counseling. If you are a Catholic husband, you can't go to marriage counseling because it will kill your marriage, not save it. Please understand that you only go to marriage counseling as a last resort, which means what? You're in divorce court. Your wife is filed for divorce. You want to save your marriage. She don't. And you try to negotiate to go to marriage counseling. Why? To buy your butt some time (laughs) to buy you some time to fix yourself, to show her you're changing, and that she can trust you again. Because if your wife is filed for divorce, that means she doesn't trust you, she thinks you don't love her, and she's indifferent about saving the marriage. But I advocate going to marriage counseling as a last resort because you got to get her to talk. If you can get your wife to talk and and she knows you're listening to her, you have a very good chance of her giving you some time to, to actually get this together, okay? All right. Next. uh, What is marriage? What is marriage counseling? So basically designed marriage counseling is basically designed to help you break up your marriage on good terms. Guys, that's what marriage counseling is for. If you go too soon, you know, it's designed like if you go to marriage counseling, like I said, if you find you can't get along, the marriage counselor going to try to get you guys to break up amicably. You don't want that. You're a Christian. Christians know we're not supposed to divorce. So if I go to marriage counseling and we can't get along for six months, the counselor's gonna say, Hey, won't you guys just break up? Won't you guys just get divorced? Because you, you know, you make each other miserable, right? Couples therapy is designed to help you reconcile as long as both spouses want to save the marriage. This fails miserably when one spouse wants to save the marriage and the other does not, because most times the one that doesn't want to save the marriage will be unresponsive or sabotaged or sabotage the counseling because they don't care or indifferent or feel they have done all they can to save the marriage. And that's how women are. That's, that statement right there is how women think. Okay. A lot of men don't think like that. Okay. Men, we don't really feel we've done all we can do. It takes us a long time to come to that. With most of them, like I said, we don't even think there is a problem when our wife has been planning for a year or two to leave. So what does the therapist do? When the therapist sees the couple can't or won't fix the marriage, they change tactics to getting the couple to separate and end the marriage amicably. The problem is when we are Catholic or Christian, we are morally obligated to stay in the marriage as long as there is no infidelity or physical abuse. Temporary separation is allowed by the church, but not permanent separation or divorce. See, the reason, like, say you and your wife are married or there's a couple... You know, you, they're married and they're in the house. And they' beating up on each other. Okay, so that's a, okay. We got some. We got to get out of here. So we've got to separate, right? And that's only temporarily until what? Until things calm down. The thing that most women don't get—I'm talking about women because I'm talking to husbands—the things that most wives don't get is if my husband fixes his physical abuse, if my husband stops stops messing around with another woman on me. If my husband fixes his faults, I am obligated to give him another chance, to reunite, to come back to the house, to be to, to allow him to come back home, if he has fixed himself and has proven it. But most women in this situation, marriage crisis wise, they get so mad and they've been thinking about this so long and they got their pride in the way, they don't care that he is fixed himself or working on himself. You know, they just want to be away, and you can't be like that. You said, as a wife, I'm gonna marry this man and love him for the rest of my life. Love is what? Love is not an emotion; it's the act of the will. You, as a wife, must tell yourself, "I will myself to love my husband." That comes from God and His Church. Stop using your emotions when it comes to your marriage. You, 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 especially when you a guy. Listen, I'm with you, wives. If your man is a total jerk, he doesn't listen. He interrupts you when he talks. He doesn't, he's not giving you enough attention. He doesn't make love to you, right? He doesn't give you, he doesn't do anything to show you he loves you. Of course, I agree with you. Separate and make him get himself together. I agree with that. But once that man, it's, it's a twofold thing. You can't be two-faced in. Once a man has shown that he is a different man and is trying his best to love you and cherish you and give you his life and die for you like Christ did for the church, you are obligated in the eyes of our Lord Jesus Christ to give that man another chance and stop jerking around, women. It's not right. Get your feelings out of it and understand what you signed up for. You signed up for to keep your freaking family together. That's what you signed up for. You signed up for to make God happy and to get graces in your marriage. I agree with you. If your husband is not the man you need, then you got to do things because he ain't going to listen to you. Right. So You got to put things in place that will make him listen. My wife does me like that all the time. Women will not. That's all you got to do. If you are a woman and you and you show that you love your husband, and you care about him. He will eventually listen to you. He will. But treating him mean and being a jerk with him and all that kind of stuff, man, you just make him mad too. How's that going to fix anything? It's not. It's not. Okay. So this is why the church allows temporary uh, separation. Infidelity. That's another one reason. You don't. You can't, if you're a woman and you go out and get another man on your husband and he is not messing around on you and he's being faithful, you are completely immortal sin. You're screwing around with God. You're screwing around our Lord Jesus Christ. You're screwing around with your husband and you're screwing around with your children. And you're setting a bad example for society. What kind of citizen are you? What kind of citizen are you? And then you get mad when your husband starts telling everybody because he's he don't know what to do. He's trying to get help. Then you get mad. Why are well, you telling everybody my business? He's not telling everybody your business. See, that's what Satan likes. Satan likes you to keep everything in the dark. So your husband, he don't know what to do. He just trying to, he, he just got this thrown on him. He just trying to save his freaking marriage is what he's trying to do. He don't know what to do. You're not helping things by going to get another man. You're not. You're not. Sure, God makes you feel better. I understand. He makes you feel like you're a queen. He's, he's doing the things your husband didn't do. He gives you attention. He talks to you. He tells you he loves you and all that stuff. But I'm going to tell you what. That man has nearly not the, the, the will and the fire to make you happy than your husband does once your husband realizes what he's done and he fixes himself rebound relationships don't last you know why because that jerk that home record you're messing with he can't keep up that intensity to keep you happy like that for years he can't do it you know why because he's not committed to you like that he's not married to you he's just trying to have fun and most times the guy that you're screwing around with he's married too so what kind of commitment is that come on man i'm not stupid and your husband ain't stupid neither we know you're just being selfish, is what you're doing. This is why I'm saying I under we all understand, even your husband understands. I have a caller. One second, caller. We all we 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 even your husband understands. I screwed up. I'm not the man. I wasn't the husband you need. I'm not. But you're my wife, and I'm not giving up on you. I'm giving you everything I can. I'm going to the Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ, to get help. And I'm doing the best I can. All I'm asking you to do is see what I'm doing and help us get through this. That's all your husband's asking. He knows it's going to take a long time. He knows he's got to rebuild the trust. He knows he's got to show you he loves you. Most men today, ladies, they don't understand what how to be a, even be a man. They really don't. They don't even understand what it takes, the humility and and and, and what it means. And so if you got a man like that, you've got to be patient with him once he learns what's going on. OK, so um, next, uh, abandoning a spouse who is correcting their behavior and is trying to make corrections that are working is a grave sin. As this as this destroys the generations of the family and causes scandal in society. I talked about that. You're trying to divorce your husband. You cause scandal in society to all the other children and stuff in the world. Marriage coaching is different in that the spouse that wants to save the marriage is given tactics and strategies and action steps that move him slowly but surely towards attracting and reconnecting with their husband or wife. Coaching does not care about the mental state of the spouse and works more towards the moral state, which logically and effectively teaches the faithful spouse how to survive and thrive while working towards reconnection. And we will end with that today, because by the time I take this caller, it would be past one hour, and I've made a commitment. I'm gonna try my best to stay in an hour. So we've got we led a great foundation today, fellas, and tomorrow we'll have part two, and we will go deep more deep into this to help you understand how to survive in uh, what shall we say, <laughs> marriage counseling, bam. Get live Catholic Marriage Help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. Live streamed on YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, and CatholicAlpha.com. We have a caller and um, two calls today. So we will try to hope my uh, technology is working. So I'm going to bring the caller on right now, everybody. So be patient with the caller um, because this Jerry? is a calling show. Yes. Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, it's your buddy from Louisville. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Hey, just fine.
2: Um, You know, I, I wanted to share two things with you that have happened just recently. I don't think people completely in general, women and men, understand how the process reconciliation in the church strips you of your pride and puts you back in grace with God. I went to confession Saturday night and just let go of about four weeks because I hadn't made it to confession for one thing or another for four weeks. And I had an altercation yesterday at a restaurant with a guy sitting at the bar that got so insidious. And it has to do with the fact that he knows my wife. And he was giving his two cents of an opinion, and it translated into a dog issue. And he got so nasty with me, and I just kept my calm and my peace. And if it wasn't for the reconciliation and prayer, I probably would have been arguing with him toe-to-toe. And I just walked away from a drunkard. But the point I'm trying to make on that is, how, it, how is it that society's gotten so far away from that that women don't even know if a man's making a legitimate effort towards reconciling his marriage that it's biblical? How has society got that far away from it? Because you're one of the few people that teach it. Even a priest I've been in front of, it takes them several months of being around me to finally say, yeah, you know what, you're right. I didn't <laughs> want to admit it because it sounds like you know more than I do, but you're right. So how do you get society to change their ways? Because it's not that my wife doesn't want the marriage to work. She's never been shown a marriage that worked.
0: So she runs with the wrong crowd, basically. Right. So, man, the thing that I have learned over the years is as a man, you can't try to. uh, Take on the whole society. So what I mean by that is our job as men is to protect, to fit and serve, which means what? To influence our environment. So what is our personal environment? Our environment is our home, our church, our work, um, places we visit, restaurants, wherever we are around like you do with that guy. You know, you at that time, believe it or not, you influenced your environment. And so that's the most powerful thing you can do. This is why scripture and the catechism and the church are so important, and prayer is so important, because that gives you the strength to die for God. It, so when it, it's time for you to do what you have to do in your environment, you you have the, the fortitude to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah, because the
2: calmer I remained, and I said, look, you're entitled to your opinion. I just don't agree with your opinion, and I differ from it. And that made him more, more infuriated. By the time he was done, he says, you know, I'm not intimidated by you. And I'm saying, yeah, you are. You wouldn't be saying that. <laughs> He's <Right>. saying that. <laughs> but, So I'm just saying he wouldn't say it to me if he, did, he wasn't intimidated. And it's because his mom goes to the church that I'm a member at. And he doesn't go for selfish reasons. And he knows I go all the time. And that's the part that I, I struggle with, with people, when you try to bring them, like you said, to Christ, because Jesus gets buffeted and insulted and mocked and ridiculed all the time, especially through the uh, sorrowful mysteries. So, And I think that's what uh, most men are missing, is that they don't understand. is It's supposed to be sacrifice. It's not supposed to be going to a bar and getting drunk and talking about your favorite TV series. It's about to make a difference in people's lives.
0: Right, and... And another thing, too, is like when you're trying to evangelize people, really, our job is really to inform, kind of like you were saying, like you do. You, you said like you were doing with him, like you. I'm informing you of what's going on. Now, whether you listen or not, that's on you. That's between you and the Holy Spirit, right? Um, and the way you do that, especially with Protestants, you don't really try to convince Protestants that the Catholic Church is the way to go. What you do is you do the Socratic method, which is you ask questions to help them to lead, they lead themselves to to understanding your way of thinking. If you do that, then the conversation will go on a lot longer. Um and if you sincerely ask questions because you're trying to understand and then you ask questions back to get him to come to to come to what he's doing wrong, he might not come but he'll he will eventually if he really takes what you say to heart. You see what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, you know, um and the best way I killed Protestants on their their belief structure, or people that are now anti-Catholic, they were once Catholic, and they talk about, I don't need to uh, go to a priest to pray to God. All I did is, have you ever heard of Sola Fide, a Sola Scriptor? And if those two battles stuck his neck out on for which he was wrong, proven, he misinterpreted um, through the language barriers, those are the basis for the Protestant Reformation. If people just paid attention to Sola Fide and Sola Scriptor, They'd have, have a complete understanding of why the Catholics are the chosen Christian version of people yeah. to worship. Yeah. And it doesn't mean they're wrong. I just wanted to thank you for your time, though. And I was listening to your show, so I
0: figured I'd put my two cents in. Always welcome, brother. Thank you and have right. a good week. Bye. You too. Bye. All right. All right, y'all. We are rocking good today. And so Uh, I'm going to take a short break and we will be back to end the show for today. Bam. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we are done for today. That was part one. I didn't plan to go into part one, but we had two calls today and we had two great calls today. And, um, we, we going into what marriage to try to lay the foundation of marriage counseling, why you need marriage counseling, um, why you don't need marriage counseling and why coaching is better. Um, and then tomorrow we're going to go into, or the next show, we're going to go into why, what, how do you actually Inside marriage counseling this marriage counseling session, how do you actually act? You know what do you actually say? What do you actually do? um and so this is why you know i i don't I try to give you guys things that's gonna help you that you can carry on for a long time you know um and so that's why I go deeper. Cause I have an hour to do it. And so I go deeper than I normally would. Um, and so this along with the members area, along with meet me one-on-one along with uh, the our group sessions that we have in the program, all these things help habitualize you to f- fixing your marriage with your wife. Um, and if you embrace everything that I'll, all the tools I give you, you'll be surprised You'll look up one day and you and your wife will be kissing deeply in front of the kids and everybody will be happy. (laughs) So as we always do, we end with a quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states society offers you comfort, but you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Now go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you fast, pray and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313 radical.